0: Welcome to the All Ball Show, presented by Abstract Sports, where we bring sports back to life. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. In the All Ball Show, we focus on basketball-only content, and to tip things off, I'm covering every single team in the NBA, from worst to best in each conference. I'm going to look at their rosters and discuss how I think they're going to perform this upcoming season. Let's dive right into this episode, talking about the number 11 seed from the Eastern Conference last year, the New York Knicks. This team is famous for playing at Madison Square Garden in the middle of New York City of Manhattan. Uh, man, I went there this summer, and I was able to walk past that a couple of times. Pretty sweet building. It's just like this squat little circular disc right in the middle of all these skyscrapers just down the road from the Empire State Building. Uh, quite the experience if i could ever make it back to new york city i want to try to go back or try to go to a game at the madison square garden it's once in a lifetime experience from what i've heard uh, i mean kobe's put off some big numbers there 60 points here whatever big names have gone through the madison square garden that's for sure i mean it's new york city the new york knicks are also known as their long-term name the new york knickerbockers very old school they're a part of the atlantic division in the eastern conference their head coach this year is uh, David Fisdale I like coach Fisdale he play, he coached the Grizzlies last season I believe and he's got a fiery attitude his voice is awesome you can tell he's been yelling at kids for years as a coach <laughs> uh, much like my voice is starting to get now coach Fisdale he has a lot of passion and he knows what he's doing he's he's going to be a good coach this year the New York Knicks have been around for a really long time since 1946 a team that's never moved never changed names nothing like that They won championships back in 1970 and 1973. They have been pretty irrelevant ever since. Some recent players who came through that provided some hope for the franchise uh, would be Carmelo Anthony and Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, When Kristaps was drafted, New York Knicks fans went berserk thinking that it was, they're like, why are you, why are you picking this foreign guy we've never heard about? Turns out, he's really freaking good. The Knicks had a 29 and 53 record last season. They were 17 and 35 in conference play, 19 and 22 at home, so they almost broke even just by a few games they were off uh 10 and 31 on the road. And yeah, I mean like I said, they've have been pretty relevant in, in recent past. Uh Kristaps Porzingis went down with a season-ending injury pretty early last year and that really hurt their overall record but they were also without carmelo anthony because he was traded to the oklahoma city thunder for the one year and in this offseason he got traded to the houston rockets the team who was top of the western conference by a long shot like six or seven games but yeah carmelo anthony's gone chris went down so that team really really struggled so let's take a look at some guys who were on this team last season, and uh, maybe it'll ring some bells about how you how you think they performed or how you know they performed, for that matter. Ron Baker, Michael Beasley. Michael Beasley is now on the Lakers. Trey Burke, a former jazz guy. He was there for most of his career, five years or so. Damian Dotson, Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, this guy, fun to watch. His dad, Tim Hardaway Sr., also fun to watch. I, I pretended to be Tim Hardaway Sr. when I was a kid. I was like, oh, Tim from the corner or Hardaway, also Penny Hardaway. I think they're related cousins or something like that. Willie Hernan Gomez. I love that name. It's fun. Isaiah Hicks, Jarrett Jack, Ennis Cantor, Luke Cornette, Mindaugas Kuzminskis. That's a fun name. Courtney Lee, Doug McDermott, Emmanuel Moutier, Joakim Noah, Frank Nilitkina. Uh, <laughs> it's like N-T-I-L-I-K-I-N-A. It's really hard to say. The N-T throws me off every time. Kyle O'Quinn, Chris Porzingis, Ramon Sessions or R- Raymond, Lance Thomas, and Troy Williams. So a lot of guys I actually know on their roster, I think because of injuries and just really that's about it, injuries that they really suffered last season, not having their star guy, in Carmelo Anthony as he moved on to the Oklahoma City Thunder but let's take a look at some of their numbers from this last season and see if we can't determine uh, who was top and who was not Uh, I mean as I was saying Chris Apps Porzingis went down he only was able to play 48 games I I guess he didn't realize he played that many games last season I'll be honest but he's only 22 and he's got a long career ahead of him but he had 1,088 points uh, he had the most on their team, and he only played just over half the games. So that tells you how good this guy can be. If he was in there the entire season, he was on track to have almost 2,000 points. That says a lot about a guy who New York Knicks fans hated the fact that he was drafted to their team when he was drafted a handful of years ago. But after him, their other center and his canter, I guess Chris Taps Porzingis is not really a center. He's a uh, he's like a stretch four, stretch five. Uh, meaning power forward or center. But Ennis Cantor had 1,000 points. and you have Tim Hardaway, 996. Michael Beasley, 976. Courtney Lee, 913. And from there, it really drops off. So you can tell those are probably their starting five. You have Kyle O'Quinn, Jarrett Jack, Frank Nicoliana. (laughs) I don't know how to say that name. Trey Burke, who's a guy I feel like should have more points for them. I don't know if he came in late to their season. Uh, Let's see what it says here. Trey Burke only played 36 games with them but I mean, he had 400 points. If he was there the entire season, he could probably be a starter. Uh, maybe he will be a starter. We'll see. So they, they fall off pretty quickly, just like the Nets, kind of uh, how they have like seven or eight players who have a lot of points in the season. Uh, guys who are the most productive, taking up the most minutes, probably. And let's take a quick look at their upcoming roster. And these are kind of tentative. I looked at them and they're the most recent from what I could tell, but they will still have Ron Baker back. Uh, this guy, If I was an NBA player, I'd be like Ron Baker. And by that, I mean short, white, and not very good. Uh, (laughs) I'm quick, but I'm not very good. That's Ron Baker. Um, This guy, it's actually kind of, I feel bad for him because every time I watch him play, I see myself in him because he makes mental errors all the time and... He just, like, he can't get his his handles down to make a pass. People just keep tipping the ball out of his hands. That was me when I played in high school, and it's very, very frustrating. I'm sure this offseason he got his handles up, got his confidence up, so he can be handle ready like Global Hooper, the professor. I don't know if you remember that guy, but I met him once in Twin Falls, Idaho. He was there for a uh, College of Southern Idaho basketball game because they're actually a talented community college basketball team. But he was in town, and I got to meet him. Pretty cool. They will have Trey Burke still. Um, As I said, he played for the Jazz for five years or so. It was great for them. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is coming back and his Cantor will be there. Uh, Cantor, a little bit of backstory on him. He's from Turkey. He has been in some trouble with the Turkish government, apparently, for speaking his mind about the country's leaders and just kind of criticizing them. They picked up on it because he is a star in, in America, or he's a star in Turkey because he's an NBA player in the US. And so his government heard about him saying these things and was almost forced to go back to his country. Um, I remember when this happened, he was like really freaking out, but he's also kind of like still taking shots at their government, like. Yeah, right. You're not gonna do anything. <laughs> it was a very interesting situation. Uh, it seems like that has fixed itself. But he's in his eighth year. Um, he'll be a great player for the Knicks this season. Um, I'm curious to see when Kristaps Porzingis comes back healthy from that injury, uh, as it is, did take him out for a while. Kristaps, he—they call him the Porzing God. Uh, he's a big, lanky Latvian who can shoot threes like you wouldn't believe. Very athletic for his size, you would not even expect it. Uh, but this team has a lot of parts that are promising for the next couple of years. And uh, I look forward to seeing how they perform. I think they will do pretty good this year with the guys they have. They're going to do better than they did last year. Um, like I was saying, the Eastern Conference is a little bit more slim compared to the West. But the teams we've already talked about, I think they're going to be sticking down there. These guys will be, you know, we're, we're at the 11th seed now. It's kind of like, are they going to make that jump up to the playoff spot the number eight? Are they going to fall just short, stay where they are, or just drop? So um, we'll see how they hold under the pressure. Uh, I'm really kind of rooting for them. I have some friends who are Knicks fans, and I'd like to see them do well. That does it for this episode of the All Ball Show presented by Abstract Sports. How do you think the Knicks are going to do next season? Please let us know in the comments below, but don't forget to smash that like button. Hit subscribe too so that you can get notified when we drop new episodes and new basketball content all season long. I'm your host. Kyle Clay 2K. I'll see you in the next one.